Hey, Cruise-tastic Cruisinators. Jeff Meacham here with a very special bonus episode. All right, full disclosure, everybody. This is our first ever unedited try at uh, making a pod. So this is going to be a quick bonus episode. I apologize ahead of time. Yeah, just Alec, do you want to quickly say anything? I also apologize. <laughs> yeah, that's I apologize as well. So we had to talk about something that just happened recently, which is in Los Angeles, we found out that uh, the Pacific Theater Company or something like that, uh, they, they're the people that bought the or bought Arclight and the Cinerama Dome here. Cinerama Dome, is that right? In Los Angeles. And it just recently just shut down. on all kinds of facts, left and right. I know. We were I talking about one so, thing. Really, I mean, one thing. <laughs> somebody who does their homework. It's Jeff Meacham. But wait a minute. Is it Pacific? Is it Pacific is a company think, that bought Arclight? I'm or pretty sure none Arclight? of that you got correct. No right, one let's cares. Keep going. Cinerama Dome is closing. The dome so is in, closing. Uh, uh, it was built a long time ago. <laughs> Because <laughs> I got my facts right in front of me. It was a, it, it was a year a ni- in the past. A, it's a true. year in the it past. Not, it was it, it's not in the future that it was. Built. It says it was a 1963 historic landmark. So I don't know if that means it was built in 63 or in 63. They were like, it's a landmark. It was when was it built then? then? Even if it, it was, was written down, you wouldn't remember. So let's just keep going. As it was before then. It was before because okay, Lawrence of great. Arabia played in there, and it was before '63. I know that. Oh, Lawrence of Arabia came out like a year before '63. So Sorry. It definitely was built before then. Jeff. Oh God! You know who trivia, you are right trivia, now. You're the guy. Trivia. You're the guy who calls himself 44 when his birthday's in two months. When you're like, no, man, you're 43. And he's like, no, but I'm I'm turning 44. That's what, who you what, are right now. What movie opened up the dome? I just read this. I didn't know this. Oh, oh what? Joel. It's a mad, 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 mad world. Very Never nice. saw it. Never saw it. Oh, okay. it's one of the greatest comedies ever made. Really. Really? So, Jeff, tell us Uh, what's happening, newsman, newsman Jeff. Well, it turns out that uh, this famed Cinerama Dome, it's shutting down. It's shutting down. No one, because of this pandemic for the last two years now, no one can go see movies in Pacific theaters. Like, hey, we don't don't have any money left. So, right now, let's just take a moment. And I I know Alec has got something controversial to say because he always does, but I'm heartbroken. Listen, we started this podcast because of a, of course, our Joel and I, our love for Tom Cruise, but because we are three movie nerds, we live and breathe movies. The I, when I just posted about it on my Instagram page, going to the movies is my favorite thing to do in the world. Yeah, and um, I just want to, and, and I just want to add to this uh, some more facts. Jeff left out. It's not just the Cinerama Dome. It's <laughs> it's the arc like theaters. Which if if you are a lover of of movie going and you've been, it's impossible not to fall in love with the Arclight theaters. It is, it is made for movie lovers. It's not made for the casual theater goer. They have, they I think have the initial fil- idea was that adults, it was an adult kind of only place to go see movies where you could get yes, a drink. Yes. You could go to, yeah, yes, yeah. but not for those types the, of movies. Right. Exactly. Um, but but you know, it, was, would, it was supposed they, they, to be the every, mature audience. Yes. Every movie screening you would you would go to, they'd have a film tech come out, introduce the movie, tell you if the image quality was not up to snuff. They would sit there for 10 minutes and give them any notes you had. Same for the sound quality. Nobody. I was I've I've been there dozens and dozens of times. I never heard one cell phone go off. Everybody was very respectful. It was just Great it was bookstore the, downstairs. They always had good yeah. like bookstore yes. and fun movie tchotchkes and everything. They would yeah. have great they would chocolate have, chip um, cookies. Great chocolate. They would have good like cookies. the costumes from the movies you were going to see on display in these cases right. around. Like it was it was it was really a movie lover. Yeah, they had paradise. the miniature of the Grand Budapest Hotel. I remember that one time when I oh, walked in. They? I was like, that's <sighs> cool. Yeah. yeah, they yeah, always had yeah. the cool stuff. And and also for us. Uh, forty-something-year-olds. This was our first time that we saw, uh, or that we uh, dealt with assigned seating, 
when none of we, we listen we all grew up in an era yeah. where if you, especially if you went to the opening you were stressed about what time you got there especially you here in new york city bag. you had to be there three hours there early. you go you always had that douchebag friend by the way that was me who was always late and you had <laughs> yeah. to be the guy sitting there in the yeah. movie being feeling so uncomfortable as you've got telling your, 10 your people sweat, like why can't i yeah, sit your there? sweatshirt uh, your yeah. sweatshirt yeah. which you kind of rolled up your hats yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, anything yeah. shoes exactly right because you know your 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 date was like I have to go to the bathroom and you're like what it's going to start right now so yeah assigned seating changed everything for us and by us. the way it's not just the it's just not the dome there's 300 other theaters owned by this company that are all closing down in in uh, because of because is it of more than ArcLight is Pacific also just got other theaters as well. Huh. There's a parent mm-hmm. company that owns Pacific and ArcLight. Yeah. There's a parent company. Yeah. So yes, there's you know, but, and and tens, but, you know, more than ten thousand people are out of work for you know. And, and I now. loved seeing it as a historic site in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I'll controversially say is my favorite Tarantino movie. It just it's just heartbreaking, man. We love movie. You know, I remember seeing uh, seeing The Fugitive at the Uptown Movie Theater in D.C., which was their uh, historic theater, and that one just closed down last year too. Mm. So this is scary. <laughs> We're losing and, uh, movie theaters. I'm sorry. That's right. In New York City, too. The uh, Don't the, say the uh, Ziegfeld. The Ziegfeld, yeah. Well, that closed what? down pre-pan- pre-pandemic. Oh, come on. Pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic. That was pre-pandemic. So was yeah. the Uptown. But fuck, are you yeah, kidding yeah. I remember but, seeing Moulin Rouge at the Ziegfeld. Yeah, and and the Paris. But and Jeff, the Paris. But Jeff, you, you kind of, you breeze past something. What? This 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 show. Go back if you're go go back to episode one of this show. Oh, the, yeah. The, first the thing cold we open. About. The very first thing you hear is, is Joel's Joel story talking about the of Arclight. almost meeting Tom Cruise at the ArcLight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah. That's at how we started Dome. this yeah, podcast. Yep. Yep. So, so let's do this real quick, Joel. Let's talk about, uh, now, let's talk about our, uh, our favorite experiences of going there. We've all lived in LA now for 15 plus years. Am I right in saying that? Yeah. So we all got here around the same time and uh, let's, let's just start talking about the dome, but should we jump in now, Alec, and talk about your controversial feeling about this? Cause you did say I've got a left. Oh yeah. I don't like that place at all. <clears throat> Whoa. <coughs> I, excuse me. What? I, well, Choke on scre- your drink. You son I, of a, I would hire a truck driver to drive to your house. Curved screens are ridiculous. Come are you talking on. about murdering him, Joel? Yes. No, I'm talking about hiring somebody much. to murder him, and I won't be oh. held responsible. You know that never works. All, all that you're going to turn into is a Dateline episode. And Just, uh, just wait. Just, just look, work. The, the experience of a large movie theater with a huge crowd, I love. The Ziegfeld, New York, 1,200 seats. I absolutely love the rock concert feel. I love crowding in better when you have assigned seats, certainly. I, I love the feel. I love it all curved screens are ridiculous that's not what how movies are shot to be made and when you're seeing those edges it gets a little blurred and i just don't really like the look of it okay aside a, from the Cine- cinerama dome you were a fan of the arc light correct yes i lo- yes to be clear but I, I yes arc light theaters fantastic i love the way they take care of you the way so you just didn't love like the, the dome they're very serious i didn't like Actually, the, the the projection of the movies at the dome seemed very bizarre to me. Having that curved screen, that's it. I got you. All right, Joel, go. What do you what do you got? You got some movies that you loved watching. It doesn't have to be, it could be more than one. And the uh, yeah, I mean, just and the other beautiful thing about the arc light is uh, they would they, on a weekly basis have throw, throwback classics. Throwback. I'm getting to it. They're throwback classics. <laughs> I, you know, I, yes, I, in recent right. years, I, recent years went back and saw a new print of. Raiders and uh, Tootsie, and you could. Yep. Any I watched given Jurassic week, Park there see, with Christy. 
go see a classic. Um, and it was beautiful. Yeah. One of the last movies, Jeff, one of the last movies that I saw at the Arclight was with you. Uh, was it was it not Hobbs a classic, Shaw? but it was a classic in our hearts. The one and only <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, part of the Fast and the and Furious. I, went, and honestly, I love that it was it the was... Fast and the Furious Presents. <laughs> I like that they hedged their bets in case it was like a giant flop. Like, okay, this is not a Fast and the Furious movie, but like, like we're associated with it. But like, and if you love we're, it, it's yeah. part of the franchise. But if you don't, it's just Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, Joel, did you see? Did you guys see the preview, the second trailer for F nine for Fast and Furious? I'm 9? waiting. I haven't had. Oh. I haven't had like a moment to. Yeah, no, oh. it's gonna be special. It's gonna be special. Go ahead, Alec. Go Just ahead. so we say his name one time in this podcast. Do you remember seeing any Tom Cruise movies at the Dome? No. Uh, <laughs> Never mind. Go on. Yes. Yeah, no, the, all, the, the last three Mission Impossibles. Yeah. No. From yeah, Mission, Mission Impossible four Sorry. on. Yes. The Cinerama Dome is very famous in Hollywood. It was along with what was called Man Chinese Theater, the place for premieres. Uh, it does look like a golf ball. Looks like a, um, a and they a, would always and they would always uh, 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 disguise it for a big premiere. Remember that? Like they put the minion eyeball over the top of right, it, or, or a dinosaur like breaking out through the top of it. It was it was watching Hobbs and Shaw with Jeff that got me pumped about doing this podcast because. As we've said a thousand times, we've talked. We had talked about it for years and years and a years. Decade. When a we decade. went and saw Hobbs and Shaw, I was like, "Oh, we're seeing, we're seeing popcorn, crap, fun, crap right. in the best of ways." Yeah, having the time of our lives. Because and all Joel we did and was I recognized comment. in that moment that we were like, "Wait a minute, we're friends. We should actually hang out together." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like we didn't actually hear much of the dialogue in the movie because like there were nothing but comments back and forth. Back and right. forth the whole time based right, on what right. was let's happening. Get, so we're, we're, some we're of the raising movies. money. We've been raising money, right? Oh. We've been raising $12 million to buy Tom no. Cruise's, which, Jeff, you have some news on that. I have some big news, guys. So I was okay. way off on the price of Tom Cruise's Colorado uh, <laughs> estate. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It wasn't okay. 60 some odd million. It's 39 okay. million. So, we don't, so have to, we don't have to, we don't even have to raise 12 million. No, seven, yeah. 7.8, right? So we need <laughs> 7.8 for the down payment. In my sleep. Yep. But now we're going to add to that. We're going to we buy add the Cinerama Dome. Okay. So okay. what do yep. we think? It's probably for that kind of land, for that kind of history. It's it's, it's a price. That's price. Prime location. Ah, hundred million. Couple hundred mil. I'm going to say a couple bologna sandwiches. Couple bologna yeah. sandwiches. Hundred mil. Yeah. So we probably need to thirty million, thirty forty million. Twenty five uh, is the for, low. I think. Well, how much? How much are we making to do this podcast? Oh, We're not, making not quite that. No, it's less um, than that. Jeff you, yeah. were, Jeff, you told me we were making $10 million each. Can't no, get no, no, your no, Maserati yet, buddy. No, so uh, the GoFundMe that. is going to be a two-parter. It's to buy Tom Cruise's Colorado <laughs> estate Austin, as well as buy... down. We don't have money for it. Yep. Sorry, Daddy overspent. <laughs> Daddy overspent. <laughs> Shouldn't have bought the Winnebago. Should have just rented it. Um, <laughs> guys, I, here's some Put of the that movies that I remember. Put back in the box. Back in the box. <laughs> Going back. Uh, I saw J.J. Abrams' uh, uh, first Star Trek with Alec Lev. I was going to um, say, I, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, and we were together, yeah. and, and that was a real fun, because I, at the time, when that opening sequence, I was like, oh, this is one of the best action films I've ever seen. I um, love it. A real fond memory, though, is is not a memory where it was a great movie at all, but Christy, my my God love my wife, there was have been so many moments where she's like, what do you want to do tonight? This is obviously pre-kids. And I was like, let's go see a movie. And it was, she always would humor me and go see the dumb ass action films I wanted to go see. And God love it. The Dome was playing the John Cusack classic 2012. 
the uh, uh, what's oh, yeah. the name of that? Roland yeah. Emmerich's yeah. Roland Emmerich's sure. 2012. And yeah. uh, as Joel just described, the person comes out at the beginning and gives you a little brief description of what you're about to see. Now the audience, it's packed. We're sitting in the front, so we're not even on the uh, the raked section of. Uh, <laughs> The, the, uh, we're, we're, we're closer to the front. Your necks we're are already caught. uncomfortable. There's, yeah. <laughs> necks are uncomfortable. There's 10 people to our left and right. We're trapped in the middle. And Christy, in a moment of any panic, has to pee 37 times, no less. <laughs> yeah. And the guy comes out and he just goes, welcome to uh, Roland Elmerich's 2012 with a running time of 158 minutes. <laughs> that, if you're counting, is two hours and 38 minutes. <laughs> she was not happy. and uh, But still, we, we muscled through that. That's not the night that you boy. conceived of your children, I'm assuming. <laughs> that was not the night we made Jack. No, sir. No, sir. But um, God, I just loved going there. I saw the Born Supremacy there and I thought that was at the time as well i was like oh this is the best action film i ever saw and then years later i saw what i think still is the best action film of all time which is mad max fury road with uh, my my boys and we took a picture to commemorate it so yeah. i was playing poker with a guy who saw david lynch at the arc light and he walked over to him and he he, he said nobody was bothering him whatever he, he, nobody even knew who he was and he when he went, Mr. Lynch, I'm a huge fan of this, that, this movie changed my life, that movie. And he goes, oh, thank you, thank you. He said, I'm just so curious. What are you here to see? Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne, I love him. I got to see what he does next. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my, uh, Jeff, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, go ahead, Alex. Jeff, I'm sorry. Just uh, we've, we've only got a few minutes left in our bonus episode. There was actually sure, some buddy. Tom Cruise news in the news. Yes, yes. So quickly, uh, also just for everybody to know, uh, I don't know if this is good. I think this is good news for us. I actually do. But, um, you know, this <laughs> yeah, that's how we measure things here. It's all about us. It's all about us. Uh, all three yeah, of the yeah. next Tom Cruise movies coming out have all been pushed uh, a lot. Top Gun Maverick, again, was pushed from July 2nd opening to a Thanksgiving opening on November 19, 2021, which then pushed because that's when Mission Impossible was supposed to come out, 7. So now 7 got pushed to uh, May 27, 2022, giving it that, uh, is that Memorial Day? Is that what that's called? I can yeah, never remember yeah, what's first. Yeah, Memorial yeah, Day, right? Yeah. 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 So now Mission Impossible 7 got pushed to the big Memorial day next summer or the summer after and then that pushed mi8 all the way to july the july 4th weekend of 2023 so a lot wow. of pushing of the uh tom cruise movie so that means we're not going to see tommy in space at least until brr, 2024 2025 at least until his mid-70s we're not going to see him yeah. in space but you and i will when we go interview him for pre-production at the international space station you're goddamn right we will why do you think that to interview him while he's in space that they're going to bring you into space to do that? Wouldn't they just have you call him no. from Earth? No, because what kind of story would that be? That would not be good publicity. Any Anybody can call. But once Tom gets it into his head, see, that's the thing, Alec. Once we inception Tom Cruise's mind that this is a good idea <laughs> and he starts to buy it as a good that idea. Man, that man has, has follow through like nobody. Like nobody, Alex. So how does this uh, affect us? Because that's what matters here. We thought that this, the end of this first season of Meeting Tom Cruise yeah. would probably coincide with the release of Top Gun. Correct. And there was a, we, we'd been talking about on his publicity tour, stopping by the MTC studios, maybe a live show. So it looks like that's going to be uh, pushed down a little bit to hopefully future seasons of these 
fucking shenanigans. Yeah. Keeps letting this show get better and better and longer and longer. Uh, I don't want to say that's the same as something else on my body, but Miles Teller's wife, just to get you guys excited. Now, obviously, she's probably a little biased, but when she watched a copy of Top Gun Maverick, she said, this is the best movie I've ever seen before. I cried four different times. And Miles Teller also was like, Oh my God, this movie's amazing. I can not yeah. wait. Yeah. But can't wait. you're going to have to. But you're going to have to. Jeff, can you, uh, I, I will do a bit of editing here. Can you wrap this up for us? So thank you for listening. Blah, blah, blah. That kind of thing. No, I don't. I refuse to let you. I want people to hear us be what it's like when we do this completely unedited, Alec. This is it. This is us. You know what I mean? Oh, no makeup. Oh, well, great. Then, Alec, get out your brick and smash it in your forehead like you normally do. <laughs> you, you usually cut that out. <laughs> or where you just end it by usually as we just kind of meander and then you go, shut up. Just <laughs> shut up. And then you walk away and then we're like, where'd Alec Do you go? know He's how long again. I have to edit every one of these? Or maybe just start sending us angry text messages right now. <laughs> Alec, did we tell you that look Joel at his the eyes. other his day? eyes have hatred. Look at his eyes. Jeff, you Jeff, look like, you please say goodbye? You look you like promised. the shark in Jaws. Dead you eyes. Promised. That's, that's, you look like Buffalo Bill. When he's, you know, when a great big fat girl. That's that's those are the eyes like the the guy who looks like he's about to be found and just unleash unleash. Oh no! Did you just do Buffalo Bill? You don't think of Buffalo Bill when you see Alec? A little bit. It's, just, it's there a little bit. A little bit. Uh, really. Just say goodbye, Jeff. Just say goodbye. Bye. Oh, my God. Say a nice goodbye. You see him just a little bit. Hey, are so you, you a size, size 14? 14? <laughs> <laughs> Meeting Tom Cruise is hosted by Jeff Meacham, Joel Johnstone, and me, Alec Lev. Strangely and without warning, uh, your guest has been replaced. <laughs> <laughs> it's also produced by the same Alec Lev. Hey, Mr. Walken, how are you? Our executive producers are Doug Matica and Dan Patrick. Our engineer and mixer is Alex Reeves for Point of Blue Studios. Frankenstein never scared me. <laughs> editing by Alec Lev, with additional editing by Alex Reeves. Marsupials do. <laughs> Our music is by H. Scott Salinas and Matthew Atticus Berger. Because they're fast. <laughs> Artwork by Rebecca Montoya. Executive produced by Paul Anderson and Nick Pinella for Workhouse Media. We are a production of Meeting So-and-So in association with Workhouse Media. Find us online at Meeting Cruise on Instagram and Twitter. Check out our website and show notes at meetingtomcruise.com. And you can email us at contact at meetingtomcruise.com. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, Please give us a rating. Five stars are much appreciated. And write a review. It really helps people to find the show, and we just might read it on the air. Meeting Tom Cruise was created by Jeff Meacham and Alec Lev. Meeting Tom Cruise is a production of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast will self-destruct in five seconds. I also apologize ahead of time.